Welcome to the Conscious Business Leader Show. I'm Anna Choi, founder and CEO of Conscious Business Coaching, helping high achieving business leaders prevent burnout to grow in flow. Our firm empowers the next generation of global leaders who will cause a tipping point in elevating humanity's consciousness. Join us for the end of the show, where we'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing business inspiration podcasts on the planet in 15 to 20 minutes. Ready? Let's go. Today, I have Eben Green with us of Shift Up Agency. How are you, Eben? I'm doing great. How are you, Gabby? I am good. I am so, so excited. Now I've learned about you and it gives now a chance for our listeners on this podcast to learn about you. So just to start, your company has a focus on change management. You literally call yourselves a strategic change agency. What's the story of how that kind of became like the nucleus of your company? You know, it's really exciting because we've been moving in that direction for quite a while. Mm -hmm. Um, Branding and marketing has been a key part of our our background. We've been doing this for 31 years. Uh, I think it was around in 2006 where I really started to adopt this idea of how important change and culture was, which Mm -hmm. I think a lot of other people did, even more so today. So we focus on brand culture marketing. And so in that context, um, there's so much about a, uh, make people making changes that they have to understand who they are, how they want to show up. And so it's very appropriate for this particular podcast because mm-hmm. making shifts and changes, we're all asked to do that uh, in a more rapid way right now. And so we mm-hmm. have some great strategies and tools to do that. Okay. And is there any sort of like personal touch to it as well, as far as the journey of like changings, obviously, as we know in our personal lives, we change as well. Does that kind of tie into why you kind of made that the focus of the company? Yeah, no, well, so there is. Um, growing up, I had a lot of different changes mm-hmm. and values were kind of uh, a big part of my life, but they changed. So it was actually when I was, uh, I think I was like 22 or so mm-hmm. and just had graduated college. And I decided because I didn't grow up with a lot of financial stability. So, well, I'm going to take a financial planning class, at least learn what okay. this is all about. They were talking about Roth IRAs and this, all these people. And who is Roth and who is Ira? And I got a little, little tired in the in the in this uh, somewhat boring class that I wasn't really even aware of why I was was doing it. But I started to draw out uh, sketches of, of values or symbols. And I said, "What are these symbols?" Because there's a peace symbol. So I, mm-hmm. over over the years, uh, have developed all these different value symbols. And I think that. People make changes from their values. And so mm-hmm. that's where we do a lot of that work when we're working with companies and uh, individuals to uh, embrace who they are and where they're going. I, that's kind of the high level view of it. But yeah, that's kind of the personal part of it. Uh, trying to get clear of who I am is uh, mm-hmm. an ongoing journey. <laughs> I love that. I love when there's a personal touch in there. So that's wonderful. And so who specifically do you serve when you help? Well, you said you're trying to have change with companies, but is there any sort of target market that you have that you prefer to work with? Uh, well, what's really interesting, we're doing an RFP response and they asked mm-hmm. for a full client list because we okay. recently changed our website to be more streamlined mm-hmm. and they wanted to see more samples. So I literally took uh, between the diff- other requests they had and the full client list, 11 hours. <laughs> and so we have um, basically five main categories like technology, B2B clients, mm-hmm. um, a whole lot of nonprofits, a lot of professional services, financial companies. Um, but there's, you know, uh, manufacturing retail. That's where we've had a lot of recent projects, um, some grocery stores and various folks okay. that need to clarify who they are to their audience. But 
for the most part, changes and the the people who are working with from a kind of a more conscious or aware perspective mm-hmm. are folks that are wanting to literally make a shift from their traditional way of thinking about business to a more human-centered uh, values approach or purposeful approach. Mm-hmm. And so I definitely would like to go a little bit deeper on that as far as you said, culture and a little more depth when it comes to humanness and everything. What does that process look like? How do you kind of, I guess, have awaken that awareness for certain companies to show that there is more than just being a company with dollar signs and everything. There's more depth to it. Well, Gabby, I'm sure if you're interviewing other people with this particular podcast, there's a lot of perspectives on Mm -hmm. being more conscious and aware of our choices, how we impact the world, our families, and then of course the environment and other Mm -hmm. uh, social uh, issues uh, that are about. And so Early on, actually, while I was in college, I realized the connection between the individual or the business owner and the the organization and how that kind of cascades out. Mm -hmm. So I developed some ways of people getting kind of elevating their sense of leadership to get clear with the owners, uh, the the leaders of the company, uh, to clarify the vision, the voice and the values. Mm -hmm. And that, of course, translates into branding and marketing. But then to share that with the entire organization is not always easy to do. Right. And it turned out to make it more visual. Uh, people had a lot more uh, connection to mm-hmm. abstract things like these are our core values, this is our mission right. and things like that. So you can easily write a lot of great things and hire someone to make you sound like you, you're doing things in a conscious or positive mm-hmm. way, but to actually live those on a day-to-day basis, um, we developed a tool called the Brand Culture Compass, which brings your why, your how, and your what into a visual format that you can easily look mm-hmm. at and literally kind of guide where you're going. Uh, so that that tends to be where the shifts so that people can actually embrace it. You have to be able to embrace change management because it takes a while. Not everyone's right. going to interpret what you think uh, being socially responsible means. Everyone's mm-hmm. going to have a different um, interpretation. So being really clear and understanding who you are, what you stand for is a big part of our work and is a lot harder to do than you would you would think. I can imagine because you said it can be something that's a little bit more abstract and that you're trying to make concrete and something that's actually able to look at. And so I love that you mentioned the brand corporate compass because that's something that definitely caught my eye when I read the article. So if you can go a little bit more into that and also what you mean exactly as far as you said visually of how all like the what and the why, how that connects, what does that look like when you say there's kind of paint it for them? Yeah, so um, real real specific on that, uh, the stats are about 75% of people are visual or kinesthetic learners. And you think, I know you're a bit younger than, than I am. I'm very much that way. But with phones and the way that people are swiping and looking and, and interacting with things, it has to be very un- easy to understand. Mm-hmm. Um, so writing things out um, don't, doesn't always do it. So um what, what it does is it kind of is an intuitive chart to kind of show how things relate. Mm-hmm. And so at the center of the compass is kind of like your true north. Technically, it's not north, but it's like your, your, your core of what you're all about. Mm-hmm. And so what's challenging with being conscious and having to be an entrepreneur or a business owner is that right now, we, we, there may be some folks that are kind of like, especially with some of the changes politically and whatnot, they've like kind of lost a sense of the core of what it is that's mm-hmm. most important to them. And so it's hard for them to register what's important to their employees, to their customers, but we have to do that more than than ever. So there's been a big trend of understanding what people's whys are, but then they don't always know what the how Mm -hmm. and what the what is. Mm -hmm. And so this, the compass, as I think you saw an example, maybe in the article, um, 
the pillars are the what. And so it's what does your brand stand for? So if you are going to do something that's going to make an impact, a lot of people want to say they want to make an impact and it sounds good, but then you have to know how. Mm-hmm. So for example, for many, many years, my values are uh, of how I want to work with people is to build trust, have a lot of respect for them, uh, have synergy, which is a little bit of a buzzword that people don't always love, but have been actually Googled quite a bit in the last year or mm-hmm. so. And then growth. If we're helping people to grow and be fulfilled in who they are, then I'm and then I'm able to create relationships that are, are, are healthy. But to another organization, they may want integrity or some other type of thing. So we by editing down the number of kind of core values, your how, your actionable values, it makes it easier to uphold what you stand for. Mm-hmm. And so, um, and then that all ties into the why. So of course, you know, it's a little harder. Um, I do have an example. I can change my, my Zoom background mm-hmm. here and people can see it um, if that's helpful, but um, I don't want to focus too much on it, mm-hmm. but let me just see if I can find that real quick and then maybe you can ask another question. Then they'll know what a brand culture compass actually looks like. Perfect. Yeah, I can definitely ask a question while you do that. As far as when you mentioned core values, I'm curious for your perspective and take on it. Obviously, we say that the core values should be kind of decided at the very beginning. At any point, is it okay for a company to maybe change their core values when they feel like they've shifted? Or is it something that they should really just stick to regardless? What is your opinion on that? Um, No, there's different values that need to be um, expressed. Mm -hmm. And so uh, the, the compass is a helpful tool, but you can always, you know, update them. But what we do is we eliminate a lot of the we should hope so values so that, you know, what's happening, right, for some, what's happening is people write these, this is their principles, and they list all the different Mm -hmm. things that sound politically correct and or they want to be. And so it's a lot harder. So the flip side, the simpler you can make your mission or your key messaging, even for an individual, the easier it is to have a point of reference because we all want to adapt and fit in. And there's so many different values that we want to uphold. But sometimes if you choose a, a, a key word or a concept, it helps to drive the organization towards that. So you can kind of see that, you know, in the background, there's some, this example of this one client who's their focus of their why is around care. Mm. I'm not going to describe what's there, but that's kind yeah. of like helpful. And so for most companies, their main purpose shouldn't waver too much. Mm-hmm. Um, you can kind of tell instantly an ad for a certain company because the music and the tone and the vibe, people pick up on that and they want to make sure that from one thing to the next that it doesn't change. Now, those are big companies that spend a lot of money and they develop their brands, but you usually will think about certain things with certain, certain companies. Mm-hmm. But today with social media, we want to be much more three-dimensional. We want to be much yeah. more conscious in, in the conversation. Mm-hmm. So our values and our messages should be in tune with what's going on in the world. So yes, they should, they should adjust and change, but they should, in my opinion, kind of be seen through a lens of things that are most uh, dear to what the company stands for and mm-hmm. not just try to list everything under the sun and say, oh, we want right. to add that too. Hey, make sure we add inclusion again. Mm-hmm. Again, I'm being a little bit silly, but Sometimes we don't actually realize the value to many, many years later. For a long time, we used to help write diversity statements for law firms and everyone mm-hmm. that needed to have one. And we're just starting to have the awareness exactly. of dealing with those particular uh, discussions and yes. communications and awareness of how to um, just treat people as, as, mm-hmm. as human, but at the same as, as be really respectful of different things that could offend. And so we're starting to see 
baseball, football, basketball teams that maybe shift. not changing mm -hmm. their names and being much more aware of the theme of diversity. So the fact that we have DEI, inclusion, diversity, and equity, we have a ways to go. So mm -hmm. that's a great example of using all those and, and, and having the awareness of more values, but you may only really be able to actionably make changes on a few and to be owning, to own that is, is not easy to do. Sorry, kind of, that, that was a, a no, big was, <laughs> It was great detail and it definitely all came together. So I appreciate that. And honestly, that leads into my next question because now you've mentioned so much about awareness and being conscious. And so I'm curious from your perspective as well, what does being a conscious business leader mean to you? Um, it's, it starts with your own, um, sense of, of, of who you are. Um, there's a lot to be said for evolution of thinking, and it has a lot to do with, with energy, the mm -hmm. way that we use words, the way that we uh, interact with people makes a difference. Right. I came up with this concept, uh, I call it vibraphonics. Mm -hmm. And so when you think about a business, you can kind of tell when their vibe is, we just want to make money. Right. Or we want to truly make a difference. And so it's a great world that we're in where people are being rewarded for showing up and doing more of the, the right thing, things that are more conscious or aware or quickly owning if they've made a mistake. And we're if they do that quickly enough, we're much more forgiving. But there mm -hmm. there's not a lot of places to hide uh, with as a business owner yes. if you don't uh, truly uh, get it. Uh, and, and so consumers and people will tell you through social media or otherwise, hey, don't buy from this company or this, these guys aren't doing, doing things the right way. And so it's um, all about the thinking of how we are as leaders and as mm -hmm. business owners and how we translate that into respect and appreciation for employees and our customers. And so that conversation of being aware and open to differences uh, has never been more necessary to be successful mm -hmm. in business right now. Absolutely. And so now I'm also curious as far as what you all call a shift session, please tell our listeners if they want to book one, what that looks like with your company. Well, right now it's a perfect time at the beginning of the year. I just had one uh, before this call and mm -hmm. it's amazing that what I'm ultimately trying to do is I'm listening for the business goals, what mm -hmm. people need to achieve, how they want to improve their performance, or maybe make some changes, like make a shift. But I'm also listening on a deeper level, a little bit more on the soulful side of what it is that either that business owner or marketing person is trying to achieve and where some of the blocks are. And so it's it's a shorter session just to get a sense of what's going on. You could call it like a free consultation, but we do have a follow-up where we have to map out a kind of a high-level change map to take bring some clarity. That's why I have this model here where we talk uh, maybe not about all these topics, brand marketing, mm -hmm. whatever. Sometimes, you know, if it's a if it's a good session, it might go a little bit longer. Mm -hmm. But just to get an understanding of what people's vision for what they want to do, where they might have mm -hmm. some challenges, where they might need some support, and then put that into a practical uh, next step document. Now, granted, like a lot of things that are some something that's free, there's usually something that we can recommend. Mm -hmm. But we try to be more of a magnet for the opportunity as opposed to, uh, you know, Yes, people set up funnels and you mm -hmm. want to you know, offer something and sell people and have a whole strategy right. for it, but we like it to evolve a lot more organically, if you will. So what people can get out of it is just a, a very impactful 
listening to what's going on, but then organization of their vision, voice, and values for what they're trying to do, uh, particularly in 2021 yeah. or whatever challenge they might be going and get some free kind of advice and guidance about how they can make a more impactful change with their business. And so for the shift session or just overall information about shift up agency, where should our listeners go for that information? Yeah. So shiftupagency.com is probably the best. Um, I could, or if this, if you wanted to put that recent article, that's a kind of a unique way mm -hmm. of kind of having, honestly, a, a kind of arriving, arriving to be recognized being a change management uh, mm -hmm. or organization. Most of my background is in brand and marketing and all that. So I've been doing a lot to uh, realize some great tools to help people make shifts and changes more uh, accurately. But yeah, you'll get a lot of info on, on the site, but they could also reach out to me as well if they have any questions. Wonderful. Eben Green, thank you so much for joining us today and sharing all of that. You really are a wonderful person. This has been great. Cool. Thank you. You are as well, Gabby. And uh, have a great rest of the weekend. And uh, you too. all right. Have a good one. Thanks. Thanks for listening to the Conscious Business Leader Podcast. If you're a conscious business leader or entrepreneur who would like to be on the program, please visit annasunchoy.com slash apply. Now, if you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone, text it to a friend, or post it on the socials. And if you do that, tag us with the hashtag conscious business leader. Now, can you also hook us up now to your podcast player and just give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. Your feedback helps us better empower that next generation of global leaders to cause a tipping point in elevating humanity's consciousness through being a loving presence. And while you're at it, hit the subscribe button. You know why? Because each week you're going to be inspired and energized 15 minutes a day. My name is Anna Choi. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at annasunchoi.com. Thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Conscious Business Leader Movement. Thank you.